Worldview Radio and WVW-TV is made possible because of listeners like you. Thank you so much for your tax-deductible contribution that you can make at wvwfoundation.com. That's wvwfoundation.com or by calling 901-825-0652. That's 901-825-0652. You can also send your tax-deductible contribution via check. To WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. That's again, WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. Thank you for helping make possible Worldview Radio and WVW-TV broadcasts. Faith, spiritual values, moral issues, government, economy, education, work, responsibility. What we think about these depends on our worldview. Now, VCY America presents Worldview Weekend Radio with Brandon House. All right, welcome. Glad you're with us. We're going to be joined here by Leo Holman. We're going to go back to what we talked about yesterday and then endeavor to open the phone lines up. Because this is one of the most important topics I think we could be talking about. You know, I guess the reality and the sad reality is, my friends, there are so many important topics that we should be talking about, that we are talking about, but there's more. Uh, Again, that word convergence, you guys remember I I did a whole series on uh, the various things that are converging, the last day's convergence. Has that been two years already I did that series? And they're all big stories in and of themselves. But then when you add in 15, 20, 30 of these things that are all converging here and now, well, there are so many stories we must continue to cover. And we have warned this audience that as things speed up, we're going to have a very difficult time keeping up with all of these stories. But of course, we're going to do our very best. And one of those stories is what we touched on yesterday. That's an interview that Tucker Carlson did with uh, a gentleman who is very concerned about the threat to freedom of speech. And, you know, we talked with uh, Patrick Wood yesterday about how so many of these uh, platforms on the Internet, the Internet itself in many regards, search engines, these different companies that, you know, we've come to uh, know and utilize, Google, Twitter, Facebook, what What is really the genesis of some of these? Now, we know some of them were reportedly developed with the help of the intelligence community. And this gentleman's warning that they were used to carry out the goals of the intelligence community overseas, very much like we warned that they, the intelligence community, I believe, practiced and w- were involved, even U.S. Senator uh, from North Carolina, Jesse Helms, warned in May of I think it was 83 or 84, uh, Washington Times, that the uh, CIA is involved in uh, controlling elections and flipping elections down in Central America and helped a communist win. So what is going on? The black hats and the white hats in our IC warring against each other. And so as they practiced a color revolution overseas, giving the appearance that the people were voting and winning elections by fair and just ballot boxes, 
reality is it was a color revolution. There was a revolution going on in that country under the cover of a legitimate election that was not. It's kind of like people who operate under the color of the law in America, but they're very lawless. Can anyone say Fannie Willis? Do you not think that is a lawless individual? But is she operating under the color of law? And you see, that's where we're at, my friends. You need to understand that at some point, the American people, in my opinion, I don't give legal advice, I'm not an attorney, but at some point, the American people must stop complying with ungodly, unconstitutional orders by an illegitimate federal government. The federal government is no longer a legitimate organization. They have broken their trust. They have broken their contract. They have broken their compact with we the people. We the people created the federal government. We know that. A government of the people, by the people, for the people. And we, according to our founding fathers, and even according to the Bible, we do not have to obey an illegitimate, unconstitutional, tyrannical government. So here's the question. At what point are the American people going to say, I don't care what you say. We're not obeying you. You have no legal or moral authority. Now, there can be serious consequences with taking that stand. But at some point, the American people are going to have to take that stand. Or we are going to be destroyed individually and ultimately collectively. We already are. I'm reading today about a family in the UK. If you go to worldviewreport.com, and they're going to be joined by Leo, but if you go to worldviewreport.com, elderly UK couple ordered to sell home to house migrants, okay? And that brings you to an article. We're living in very dark times. That's the subtitle. Jamie White, an elderly English couple, was shocked to receive a letter from their county's, county's council ordering them to sell their home to house migrants. This... uh Northamptonshire Council sent a strongly worded letter to Jose and Ted Sanders uh, in January claiming that their $200,000 home would be subject to compulsory purchase from the government to be used to house young migrant men. Quote, I couldn't believe it, said retired career or carrier, carrier or carrier, what's C-A-R-E-R? I guess, that, I don't know, does he sell cars? That's probably a UK type uh, word. I don't know, a retired carrier. I don't know what he did. But he was, his name is Jose, 76. Quote, we moved to Rushton to help provide child care for my granddaughter. My grand granddaughter and found this nice little place to live. End quote. Quote, what on earth is the council doing? Forcing people to sell their house? And even an empty house is owned by someone. Sell their house so that asylum seekers can live in them? End quote, she asked. Quote, the answer this is to stop them coming in the first place, not to force people out of their homes. The idea of forcing us to sell it to make room for refugees and asylum seekers seems totally wrong. <laughs> it doesn't seem totally wrong, ma'am. It is wrong. It is absolutely wrong. And uh, you can see by the picture of those watching by TV, but by radio, one of the pictures is she's sitting at her table, her kitchen table with her husband. And she has uh, two Tupperware containers full of what looks like fresh-baked cookies. She's got her coffee and cream and a bowl of fruit in front of her. And I bring that up to say, to show to me when I saw that, I thought, what a, what a lovely-looking couple. I mean, the kind of people you'd love to go in their home and sit down and have a fresh-made cookie and a cup of coffee with them. 
and to think that this is, you know, these are human beings is what I'm trying to say. These are human beings with an, a, a life. And they, they go about the, the things that we do in our homes, like making a cup of coffee and enjoying it with your husband retired, making fresh cookies. These are real people. What would you think if this was happening to you? Or your mother and father? Or your daughter and son-in-law? We, we, the people, globally, have got to start becoming incensed by the violation of the rights and liberties of our fellow human beings, be they in America or somewhere across the globe. Because this is being done by the same group of tyrants. And what is happening in the UK is coming to America, folks. It is coming here. And when we speak up and speak out about these things, how can we let our voice be known if they control the platform? And that's where we are today. So they carried out election fraud overseas. They practiced color revolution overseas. They're now here in America, the intelligence community. I believe they did it here. They use social media, I believe, and platforms to do it. They operate under the color of law, like I believe Fannie Willis does and other George Soros DAs do. They're operating under the color of law while they are lawless. And there, many of them are in cahoots with the federal government and big tech and big business. At the end of the day, who is really running the country? I'm afraid the country is largely today run by very, very powerful, rich people whose names and faces many of us do not know. But they are uber, uber, uber rich. And they are in public-private partnerships, big government, big business. They're tied, I believe, back, many of them, to the central banks. As Carol Quigley in his book, Tragedy and Hope, wrote in 1966, the man that Bill Clinton gave a shout-out to in the 1990s Democratic acceptance speech, Carol Quigley, who is professor at Georgetown. And he wrote in his book, Tragedy and Hope, that this global governance was going to come in part through the central banks. Private businesses, he said. Private businesses. In concert with the central banks, of, the, of these, which are private businesses. Remember that, folks. The central bank, the Federal Reserve, that is a group of private banks given a federal charter, unconstitutional federal charter in 1913 to control our money and the interest rates and our a monetary policy, which is completely contrary to the Constitution. Congress is to do that. And so you have very rich people who now have put in politicians. The politicians then stack the bureaucracy with who they want in the DOJ. They put the Marxists in the DOJ. The cultural Marxists and globalists take over the FBI, putting in Robert Mueller. I think he was the very first FBI director that never rose from the ranks, right? And then they put in James Comey from the DOJ, not rising from the ranks. And they've hijacked the, the, Depart the Department of Justice. Cultural Marxists have hijacked the FBI to be a political weapon and tool against we the people. And then you fill them up into the CIA. And now you control the FBI and the NSA and the CIA. And you control these powerful uh, entities through politicians who are put there by who? Are you connecting the dots? Powerful politicians who put those people into those jobs in the intelligence community, but who controls the politicians? The very rich, wealthy guys on a global scale that are moving these pieces on a board like a chess game. And now after the intelligence community has carried out election fraud overseas, they can do it here. As they build the internet and systems to control what happens in other countries, they then turn that all that skill, all that training, all that practice 
on we the people. And that's where we're at today with the NSA and the FBI and the CIA. And this audience knows long before Tucker Carlson started uh, his great interview with this gentleman, you, you regulars know, I've been telling you for years and years and years that this country is largely run by the CIA. When they can get away with blowing the head off a sitting president in D Daly Plaza, John F. Kennedy, then you know that they're really controlling the country, the CIA. And I have people that have come out of some of these agencies that have told me to my face, the things that you say on the air are so more right than you know. You don't even know how accurate you are in what you're saying. When you say they practiced stealing elections overseas, and then after they practiced it overseas, they carried it out here, you have no idea how accurate your statement is. Your gut tells you that. Your research of them doing this and quotes by the late, Senator Jesse Helms of the Washington Times saying they were doing this back in the 80s down in Central America, and the different things you put together leads you to believe that, and you're right, but you're more right than you know. If you only knew the full story, you just know bits and pieces that lead you to an educated conclusion and thesis, but I'm here to tell you to your face, as someone who is in three-letter agency, you're so right, you don't even know how right you are, and that's happened to me. And these are not shadowy people that just pop up at my conference and come up and tell me this. These are people I've known for 15 years or more. And I knew who they were and what agencies they were working for, and they just happened to be Christians in those agencies. And I built a friendship with them in those agencies. They were working in those agencies. Some of them now have retired. And now we've heard from people like FBI, former FBI Deputy Assistant Director of the Counterterrorism Division of the FBI, Terry Turchi, and so many others telling us what is happening to these agencies. This is not happening in a vacuum, is what I'm trying to tell you. This is well thought out, well planned, and it is a public-private partnership. Big government, big business, and nameless, faceless people to you and me that are helping to do this. We come back from the break, we're going to be joined by Leo Holman. Because as we try to warn about things like what's happening to this couple in the UK, if we don't have a voice to tell the American people and wake up the American people, we are going to lose this. There are so many things that we have stopped over the years because of we the people in talk radio. Did you know that? Jim Schneider of Crosstalk, who comes on right after me on the VCY America Radio Network. He could tell you whether at the local or state level in Wisconsin or the national level how Crosstalk, now on 139 stations, has mobilized the people to alert them and stop tyranny with bills over and over and over. This has happened for years, but what happens is they shut us down. What would you do if your local pharmacy shut down or there was an interruption in the just-in-time inventory of critical medications? What if the power grid goes down and you need an antibiotic? What are you going to do? Hello, I'm Brandon House. Well, that concerned me and my wife for several years. And thankfully, last year, my friends at the wellness company that include Dr. James Thorpe and Dr. Peter McCullough created the wellness company emergency medical kit. I have four of them. That's because I have family members that I want to make sure I could provide antibiotics to in case of an emergency. You know, something very uh, non-life-threatening like strep throat could well become life-threatening if not treated. And if you can't get your hands on prescription meds during a national crisis, well, that would not be a good thing. So I got four of these kits so my family members have 
these eight vital medications. If you go to twc.health forward slash Brannon, TWC stands for The Wellness Company, twc.health forward slash Brannon, it will list for you the eight medications in this emergency kit and what they treat. Now, this is a real prescription from a doctor. So when you order it, be sure to then go back into your email, check your email for the paperwork you're going to have to complete and fill out so that you can get your prescription and get your emergency medical kit with these eight vital prescription meds in the mail at your front door. Again, this is a great way for your family to be prepared for the unthinkable. And with every purchase of each emergency medical kit, the wellness company donates a percentage back to our organization to help fund our broadcast. So everybody's winning. twc.health forward slash Brannon. twc.health forward slash Brannon. Thank you. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Worldview Radio, our website, worldviewradio.com, worldviewradio.com. So what are we going to do if they take away our voice? What are we going to do if we don't have a platform to tell you, the people, what's happening, and we can hold the government accountable or scare the government off doing something for a period of time at least, buy some time? You know, we did that with the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP. Remember that? And we were on the air over and over, and I wrote about it extensively in one of my books. Back in, what was that, 2015? Uh, we have brought, so, how many how many amendments on the bills have we stopped, my friends, over the years that were going to control homeschooling, Christian school? How, how about shutting down things that were going to control Christian radio? How, how about what we did when it came to uh, exposing La Crosse, Wisconsin's city council wanting to put in legislation that if you read the legislation could indeed be interpreted that you could prosecute a parent or a pastor or a youth pastor for counseling a young person away from transgenderism, the LGBTQ community, reparative therapy, as they want to call it. How about what we call one man's reparative therapy is another man's biblical counsel? Hmm. How are we going to stop tyranny if they take away our voice? Because it is generally through our collective voice that we expose them, shine the light on them, and it stops. You know, isn't that right? Sunshine is the best disinfectant. That's why many states have what's called sunshine laws, right? Different states call them different things. Sunshine laws. The, the people have to know what's going on. And when the people can see... And it's highlighted to the people what's happening. The people tell their elected officials, don't you dare. How dare you? Well, when there's no information flowing to we the people, there's no plan. There's no plan. There's no organization. No plan and organization. There's no action. No action. There's only one thing left. Surrender. And that's the goal. And so who really controls the country now? Leo Holman and I and many others have been saying now for the last, well, since COVID. Really, who's running the country is a military-industrial-intelligence complex. A military and intelligence-industrial complex. The military and military intelligence and the intelligence community are really the ones running the country. Which is why, frankly, if I end up dead, you should probably look real quick to the federal government. 
Here's an article I put up over at Worldview Tube. This has not gotten a whole lot of attention. New York Post. Mitch McConnell's sister-in-law, the CEO of Foremost Group. I think Foremost Group is an insurance group, isn't it? Foremost Group, dead in car accident at 50. Heralded executive Angela Chow, the sister-in-law of Senator Mitch McConnell and the youngest of six daughters, was killed in a car accident, her grieving family said. Chow, the chief New York-based dry bulk shipping giant Foremost Group. Okay, that's not Foremost Insurance. That's, that's a... That's a uh, dry bulk shipping company, which we know that supposedly Mitch McConnell's wife is tied back to a shipping company, right? That has ties back to the CCP, right? Hasn't that been put reported? Well, this apparently, I guess, is her sister. And she was the chief New York-based dry bulk shipping giant for this foremost group. Details about the tragic February 10th crash in Texas were not available. Well, does anyone else want to know what that was all about? Does anyone else find it odd? Now, maybe it was completely an innocent, tragic accident. You know, bad things do happen. And maybe that's just what it was. It was a random car accident, random crash. But I, I'd like to know more because what, didn't it involve going into the water or something? I'm going to cut pull that up. I read that somewhere else. So here's what I'm asking. Was this the intelligence community? Was somebody not doing what they were told? Or is this a warning to someone? I'm just asking questions. Is that not okay to do anymore in this country? But anytime you have a high-ranking individual whose sister-in-law ends up dead, you know, I start asking questions unless I can be shown, oh, no, Brian, you have nothing to worry about here. This was just a really sad, tragic situation. Everything's fine. Okay, great. Show me that and I'll believe it. But this is a perfect example I'm talking about. Could be. Could be. This is kind of weird. But again, it may be 100% nothing, just a tragic accident. She just happened to be the sister-in-law of Mitch McConnell. Try to, try, you know, bad things happen to famous people and powerful people's relatives too, right? And there's nothing nefarious going on. Well, I like to hope that that's the case here, but here's the point I'm making. None of us are safe when a corrupt military intelligence complex is running the country, and that's what's happening. It has been for some time. And even some sitting presidents will tell you at the end of the day, they weren't running the government. I don't think Donald Trump was largely running the government. Do you? No. His own chairman, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, was going behind his back telling the CCP, we'll let you know what the commander in chief does before he does it so we can warn you. Huh? Joining me now is Leo Holman. Leo, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Brandon. Good to be here. Uh, thoughts on the opening monologue today? Yeah. You're just, uh, you're having a many of the same thoughts I've been having the last 24 hours, Brandon. Uh, and let's not forget what today is. Today is the fourth anniversary of the death of our mutual friend, Phil Haney. Yes, it is. So. By the way, I just found out Mitch McConnell's daughter. Here it is. I did find it. Mitch McConnell's sister-in-law, Angela Chow, may have drowned by drowning. After crashing her car into a body of water on private property in Texas. Hmm. Yeah. Very mysterious, right? And and nothing could be more mysterious and uh, nefarious than the way Phil Haney died, right? Yeah. It was, uh, it was twenty. It was twenty twenty, February twentieth, twenty twenty. 
Uh, right, bullet in the chest, multiple prints on the gun. Uh, DNA of multiple people in the car. Right. And and then the FBI takes over the investigation. They stall the investigation for what? About a year and a oh, half. Oh, yeah, easily. A year and a half, two years later, the FBI comes out and says, oh, nothing to see here. This was a simple suicide. Um, this is what happens in military dictatorships. You go against the dictatorship and there's a steep price to pay. Often your life, prison, more often prison, but sometimes you pay with your life. And uh, this one hour interview that Tucker Carlson did with uh, uh, Mr. Mike Benz, he apparently is a former State Department official. So he, like Phil, he comes from the inside. Phil worked at the Department of Homeland Security in the, uh, he was vetting refugees and setting up templates and, and stuff like that for how to vet the refugees. Uh, he was railroaded out by the Obama administration, then had plans to re-enter. By the way, they, they, they convened a grand jury against him trying to throw him in prison for violating the civil liberties of of uh, what he believed were jihadis and terrorists right. uh, overseas. So I don't know how you how do you vi violate the civil liberties of people that are overseas that are even U.S. citizens. I mean, right. we, we do have we all have God given civil liberties and civil rights. But how how under U.S. law are you violating someone's civil rights by saying I'm sorry you cannot come into the country? You are a known terror threat or potential terror threat. Uh, you have known ties to terrorist organizations. We will not let you into the country for the safety of our people to protect the civil liberties of our people. We yes. are not for the civil liberties of our Jews to go to synagogue without threats from you to for the civil liberties of our Christians to express themselves freely without fear of reprisal about when they speak about Islam, for them to have the freedom to go to their churches, the people of the book, as you guys call them, that want them dead, for the civil liberties of these people, American citizens, we will not let you in the country. But their liberties are the ones that Phil told me I was accused of violating their civil liberties. And they convened a grand jury trying to prosecute me. I think they I think they were trying to throw him in prison, to be honest. Absolutely. And when they couldn't do that, they went for option B. Uh, and so my point is that uh, Mike Benz should watch his back. I hope he has a good security team because people like me and you, they don't like Brannon, but the ones that they really have a vendetta and will not tolerate anything from our former government officials who've been on the inside. Uh, and that's what Mike Benz is. And now he's spilling the beans on how we basically are run in this country by a huge public-private partnership, which you mentioned in your monologue. Thank you. Because that's what it's all about. What the government is forbidden from regulating uh, uh, and, and monitoring and surveilling they simply farm out to private companies now. That's how it's done, uh, especially in the censorship industrial complex, which Mike Benz brilliantly laid out in that interview. Uh, and Tucker Carlson, just if you watched, he just sat back and let the man talk. He only interrupted in the whole hour and five minutes, I think two or three times. 
And I was actually thankful that he did because Mike Benz was just flowing with so much information out that we needed him to slow down a couple times so we could process what he was saying. Um, and I, I've watched the whole hour and five minutes once, but I am going to watch it again and maybe three times because there was that much information in this interview. Uh, I really encourage everybody to sit down and listen to it. Um, what he described was downright frightening uh, and it's way bigger than almost anybody imagined. Uh, you and I, Brandon, have talked about it, uh, uh, how we're governed by a sort of quasi-military totalitarian system that operates in the shadows. We never see these people. We only see their puppets in Congress, in the White House, uh, and whatnot. Uh, but this guy laid it all out, how it's one big public-private partnership with big tech, big media. They, It's a hundred-year project that they had cultivated, cultivated with the legacy media, what we call the mainstream corporate media. They have been bought and paid for for a hundred years. Uh, but then along came the social media platforms. As you said in your monologue, many of them started by the CIA itself. Uh, people got addicted to these platforms. They start uh, speaking freely, uh, and it was a wonderful thing for free speech for uh, several years. But and then they cracked down later. But go ahead, Brandon. But while we were practicing what we thought was our freedom of speech with a private corporation, what was really, I'm afraid, going on was data harvesting by the federal yeah. corrupt government, yes. and who is all connected where they go to church, who they associate, what they really believe, everything that we would ever want to know about them down to who their in-laws are, who their nephews and nieces are, who their grandparents are, who their who their uh, friends and associates are, everything we would ever even, want even, to know. The name of their dog. You'd be surprised how many people even put their medical history on Facebook. Oh, I... Uh, thank you for praying for me, all my Facebook friends. I was in the hospital with such and such a disorder, you know, and, and people put detailed medical information even on there. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. It is one big uh, data mining, personal, political dossier. on building, human We're building our own social media credit scores. Yes. <laughs> we are building our own. If someone gave you... If the federal government gave you a form, how many of you like filling out that form, that census form that comes in the mail every few years? You look at that and you think, it's none of your business. Go kick rocks, right? You know, one thing to know, yeah, I'm here and I, you count me for the district for voting. But all the questions they want to ask. And then you right. got the department of, you know, of uh, uh, whatever the department it is in, that uh, deals with business, commerce, wants to send me a paperwork asking every detailed business about my organization. Really? Have you checked out all the free programming lately at worldviewtube.com? Hello, I'm Brandon House. If you go right now to worldviewtube.com, you are going to find so many television shows ready for you on demand, like my nightly newscast, The Worldview Report, my daily radio show that's also a TV show now. That's available at worldviewtube.com. The 90-minute live show, Brandon House Live, that's available each and every day at worldviewtube.com. It cost us many, many thousands of dollars a month in streaming, bandwidth bill, and IT bills to make available these free programs. But we do it 
as a ministry and public service of WVW Broadcast Network. Now, one way we're able to do this is through the generous support of you through our WVW Foundation. Think of us as your conservative Christian worldview alternative to National Public Radio, National Public Television. Would you become a sponsor now so we can continue to push out free radio shows and TV shows at worldviewtube.com and worldviewradio.com? We're also looking for more regular monthly contributors. Would you consider signing up if you haven't already for a monthly contribution, $5, $10, whatever you can afford? It's greatly appreciated. WVWfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail. And you'll find our phone number there if you'd like to make a contribution via the phone. Again, that's WVW, as in Worldview Weekend, WVWfoundation.com. And check out all the free ministry programming at worldviewtube.com. And don't forget our Sunday night church service that I've been teaching on Sunday nights since 2015. That's live 8 p.m. Central Time at worldviewtube.com each and every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Worldviewtube.com. Brought to you by wvwfoundation.com. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Don't forget, we have a lot of uh, things for you over at uh, worldviewtube.com, uh, which is, um, again, the right now, if you go to worldviewtube.com, it's our player with the ability to comment. And if you want to get all of our archives, just go to the top of the page, click TV. That'll bring you to our main homepage. I'm going to fix that. I don't know how that does. And then when you go to the main TV page, there are all our archive programs that you can listen to on demand. Uh, 80% of Americans test positive for a highly toxic agricultural chemical, says a report, in popular foods. That was one of my segments last night with Dr. Lana. You might find that interesting. Dr. Woods, Dr. Linstead, and Aaron Avarco on red heifers that could be sacrificed in Israel soon and what it means on God's timetable for world events. That was last night as it was going on uh, 5 in the morning in Israel, a.m., Aaron joined us along with Dr. Woods and Dr. Linstead. All of that is on demand right now as a ministry of our foundation, wvwfoundation.com. We could put it all behind a paywall, but we we push it out there for free. It's a ministry of our foundation, wvwfoundation.com. And uh, there it is. Now, don't forget, Crosstalk comes up at the top of the hour, vcyamerica.org, 139 stations Crosstalk is on. Uh, and you can listen with Jim Schneider as the host, America's original Christian talk program since the 1970s at VCY, V as in Victor, VCY, make sure everybody understands what I'm saying so you can get it right when you poke it into the URL bar, vcyamerica.org, all right? Joining me now is Leo Holman of leoholman.com, leoholman.com, he's also associate producer with us for our nightly Worldview Report newscast that you can watch at 10 p.m. Central on TV 30 in Milwaukee and right on my channel, Worldview Tube and Patriot.tv at 7 p.m. Central each and every night. Leo, before I went to the break, I was saying, you know, I get this certified letter uh, or this letter from the government over and over and over until I finally broke down and filled it out, uh, you know, under punishment of law, you know, $5,000 fine. Now, you got to answer these questions, Department of, uh, of I guess, um, uh, Commerce, whatever it was. And they want to know all these nosy questions about your organization. It's none of your business. Go kick rocks. But I finally, after getting about four of them, filled it out, sent it in, and um, uh, did my, I guess, my part. But the reality is the government has no business asking us a lot of these questions. And many of them, we wouldn't even answer. At some point, we'd say, "Not your, none of your business, none of your business. I, I have a Fourth Amendment right. I have a Fourth Amendment right, okay, to be secure in my persons and my papers and my things. Certain things just aren't your business. You know, you don't, you don't 
run my organization. You don't take the risk I take. You don't put up the capital. Uh, I owe you nothing. I succeed in spite of your corruption. I succeed in spite of your murderous, violent, vile existence, federal government. Your child trafficking. You're the largest sex offender and sex trafficker in the world. You're the largest murderer probably in mass history with all of the murders you've done with abortion, active euthanasia, the clot shot, the death shot, all the different vaccines you've pushed on parents and doctors. You're, the federal government is the biggest mass murderer likely in world history. And Brandon, it's all under the military. Yes. When President Trump started Operation Warp, Warp Speed to fast track the vaccines, who did he put in charge of it? General Gustav Perna, P-E-R-N-A, look it up. When Joe Biden came into office, he opened what is called a permanent office of pandemic preparedness and response policy. And who did he put in charge of it? General Paul Fredericks, retired from the U.S. Air Force. He is the executive uh, advisor to the president in charge of this permanent now office of pandemic preparedness and response policy. Uh, all of these color revolutions that you talked about in your monologue, uh, one of which was conducted in 2014 in the Ukraine, where the United States overturned a democratically elected president of Ukraine, uh, Mr. Yanukovych, uh, that was done by the U.S. military. The uh, Arab Spring back in the early 2000s, what was that, 2012-ish? Uh, in Egypt, in uh, Libya, in uh, uh, several other countries across the Arab world, they used uh, Twitter mostly and other social media platforms started by the uh, by the uh, CIA and infiltrated. They have a revolving door, like half of the board members of Google and Facebook and Twitter were all uh, current and former CIA members and members of the FBI. They use these platforms uh, to, uh, to run these color revolutions. Um, so this is what people have to understand. The U.S. military is not your friend. The U.S. military is not going to save you. At best, when we are under attack by thugs uh, associated with Antifa, or these, uh, you know, 57,000 uh, plus Chinese migrants who've come in illegally. Uh, when we start to come under attack by these, by these, uh, uh, nefarious gang related organizations, at best, the U.S. military is going to stand down. Uh, at worst, they may provide cover for these folks. Particularly as they if the U.N. and the World Health Organization declare a emergency, a health emergency, and now we have the sovereignty of the U.S. stolen by the U.N., and now our military is operating under the control of the United Nations, which, which is not outside the realm of possibility when you understand some of the drills they have already talked about running in such scenarios. Exactly, Brandon. Uh, so uh, people need to wake up. Uh, the ones you thought were your friend, you know, the U.S. military has the highest credibility rating of any institution in America, even higher than many church organizations. Um, it has fallen off some in recent years as people are starting to wake up. 
but not near enough people have come to the conclusion that the U.S. military has been captured. It's been captured by the globalists. Uh, as you said, the Joint Chief, the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff was on the telephone with his Chinese counterpart uh, uh, under trying to undermine President Trump. That is treason, plain and simple. Has he ever been uh, held accountable for that? No. Far as I know, he's still in office. By the way, still remember remember when back in the early 90s, the young homeschooled man, young homeschooled man, uh, he was homeschooled. So he, he knew about, you know, the history and had courage and was willing to stand alone. And that he was ordered to roll out along with his fellow soldiers wearing a U.N. uniform. And he said no, because the law is that I'm not to wear any insignia on my person that has not been approved by Congress. And remember that case right. went all the way to yes. the U.S. Supreme Court, right? Yes. I don't think he, the Supreme Court ended up standing with him in the final verdict. So we already have the precedent that they can put our kids and our, our young men and, and women in you in uniforms. Exactly. And uh, I'm not saying that uh, all the, all of your sons and daughters who are in the military are somehow evil. No. Please don't mis don't misunderstand me here, folks. Uh, I'm saying that the top leadership of the military is corrupt. It has been captured. Um, so please don't misunderstand. Uh, but I would, if you have a child who's 15, 16, 17, and thinking about joining the military, I would put extreme caution. I would urge that child to have extreme caution. I would not encourage them joining the military. It's sad that we have to say that, but it's the truth. Uh, why would you want to go into battle for a uh, organization that is headed up by people who hate America and want to merge America into a North American Union with Canada and uh, Mexico, uh, who who are trying to push this uh, World Health Organization sovereignty uh, transfer from national governments to global entities like the WHO, that will be able to declare public health emergencies at their whim and 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 come down and force people to take vaccines and take certain medical treatments. This is all part of the one world system uh, that is being erected right now in front of our faces and is totally supported by the top echelon of the U.S. military. The CIA, the NSA, uh, they're all offshoots of the U.S. military. So they are the ones that are right there in with the DOD uh, running all of these programs. Now, one other thing that Mike Bentz uh, 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 shed light on during that interview with Tucker was they not only have the U.S. military, the CIA, the NSA, the FBI under their control, uh, they have, as he described, thousands, not hundreds, thousands of NGOs that are funded by the U.S. State Department involved in this uh, censorship scheme, scheme where they uh, have total, they're take, taking total control over the social media platforms and what's allowed to be said on the internet about any given issue. That's why to this day, you are not allowed to talk about vaccines on YouTube. Every channel that I listen to that that is still on YouTube that I that I have any respect for. Whenever they mention the vaccines, 
they talk in code. They'll say they'll point to their arm or they'll call it something different like the whiskey shot or the the pokey hoke pokey pokey or, you know, something other than vaccine or injection or or shots or anything like that. Because why? They know their channel will be removed immediately from YouTube. Uh, and so this is much more serious, Brennan, than the average American seems to understand. We no longer have a First Amendment, a valid First Amendment in the United States of America. And by the way, that young man's case that refused to wear that U.N. insignia was Michael New. Michael New mm. in mm-hmm. EW. You guys remember? You remember that case, Michael New? Yes. Yes. So hmm. let's go to a little bit of this recording. Uh, this, again, is um, a guy by the name of Mike Benz on with Tucker Carlson the other night. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Here we go. On this topic, it's almost it's almost unbelievable. Um, and so if you could just walk us through how the foreign policy establishment and defense contractors and, and DOD and, and just the whole cluster, the constellation of defense-related, publicly-funded institutions stripped from us our freedom of speech. Sure. You know, one of the easiest ways to actually start the story is really with the story of Internet freedom and its switch from Internet freedom to Internet censorship, because free speech on the Internet was an instrument of statecraft almost from the outset of the privatization of the Internet in 1991. Uh, We quickly discovered through the uh, efforts of the Defense Department, the State Department and our intelligence services that people were using the internet to congregate on blogs and forums. And free speech was championed more than anybody by the Pentagon, the State Department, and our sort of CIA cutout NGO blob architecture as a way to support dissident groups around the world in order to help them overthrow authoritarian governments as they were sort of billed. Essentially, the internet, internet free speech allowed kind of insta-regime change operations uh, to be able to facilitate the foreign policy establishment's State Department agenda. Google is a great example of this. Google began as a DARPA grant uh, by Larry Page and Sergey Brin when they were Stanford PhDs, and they, they got their funding as part of a joint CIA-NSA program to chart how, quote, birds of a feather flock together online through search engine aggregation. And then one year later, they launched Google and then became a military contractor quickly thereafter. They got Google Maps by purchasing a CIA satellite software, essentially. Uh, And the ability to track, to use free speech on the Internet as a way to circumvent state control over media over in places like Central Asia or all around the world was seen as a way to be able to do what used to be done out of CIA station houses or out of embassies or consulates in a way that that would We're going to hold it right there. Be right back with more. Don't go away. We have slashed the shipping cost on our freeze-dried food at wvwtvstore.com. Hello, I'm Brandon House. And for this month of January and February, we are slashing our shipping by half Half the cost gone. We're saving you half the price you would normally pay for shipping this heavy freeze-dried food. But this is for a limited time only at wvwtvstore.com. 
here we are in January of 2024. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride as we go into the election in the fall of 2024, not to mention the threat of World War III, China going after Taiwan, all the military-age males that have poured over our border from Islamic nations and the CCP. Folks, do you have your preparations in order? Even the mainstream media like CBS Face the Nations talking about a black swan event a major national security black swan event in 2024. There's the talk of the power grid going down. Even the irresponsible FBI director told Congress that all the lights are flashing red for a terrorist attack. Well, it might be predictive programming and they may cause it to happen or allow it to happen. But reality is, if it happens, you want to make sure you're prepared. I took about three days during the Christmas break to get more organized. I've been prepping since 2013, but I had some prepping gear in one closet and another in another closet. I got organized, got it all put together in the right places. I know where everything is. And then I even added to it and updated. Well, here's your chance to update your emergency supplies by going to wvwtvstore.com for the month of January and February as we have slashed shipping of our freeze-dried food in half. So that'll save some of you several hundred dollars, but you need to take action now while we have the supplies and while you can save half on the normal shipping price. WVWTVstore.com, WVWTVstore.com or 901-468-9357, 901-468-9357. Again, you can place your order over the phone if you prefer, 901 901- Four six eight nine three five seven, or for greatest of ease, just go right online wvwtvstore.com and get it while it lasts and half off the shipping cost. Thank you. All right, let's go back. Uh, let's go back to the interview between Mike Benz and Tucker Carlson. Talk about how the uh, military industrial complex, the CIA, the intelligence communities were running these operations overseas using the internet. Uh, Listen to this. Here we go. Totally turbocharged. And all of the Internet free speech technology was initially created by our national security state. VPNs, virtual private networks to hide your your IP address. Tor, the dark web, to be able to buy and uh, sell goods anonymously. End-to-end encrypted chats. All these things were created initially as DARPA projects or as joint CIA-NSA projects to be able to help intelligence-backed groups to overthrow governments that were causing a problem uh, to the Clinton administration or the Bush administration or the Obama administration. And this plan worked magically from about 1991 until about 2014 uh, when there began to be an about-face on Internet freedom and its utility. Now, the high watermark of the sort of Internet free speech moment was the Arab Spring in 2011-2012 when you had this one-by-one, all of the adversary governments of the Obama administration Egypt, Tunisia, all began to be toppled in Facebook revolutions and Twitter revolutions. And you had the State Department working very closely with the social media companies to be able to keep social media online during those periods. There was a famous phone call from Google's Jared Cohen to Twitter to uh, not do their scheduled maintenance so that that the preferred opposition group in Iran would be able to use Twitter uh, to, uh, to, to win that election. So it was an inst- free speech was an instrument of statecraft from the national security state to begin with. All of that architecture, all of the NGOs, the relationships between the tech companies and the national security state had been long established for freedom. In 2014, after the coup in Ukraine, 
there was an unexpected counter coup where Crimea and the Donbass broke away. And they broke away with essentially a military backstop that NATO was highly unprepared for at the time. They had one last Hail Mary chance, which was the Crimea annexation vote on, uh, in, in 2014. Uh, and when the hearts and minds of the people of Crimea voted uh, to join the Russian Federation, that was the last straw for the concept of free speech on the Internet in the eyes of NATO. As they saw it, the fundamental nature of war changed at that moment. And NATO at that point declared something that they first called the Gerasimov Doctrine, which was named after this Russian military general uh, who they claimed made a speech that the fundamental nature of war has changed. You don't need to win military skirmishes to take over Central and Eastern Europe. All you need to do is control the media and the social media ecosystem because that's what controls elections. And if you simply get the right administration into power, they control the military. So it's infinitely cheaper than conducting a military war to simply conduct an organized political uh, influence operation over social media and legacy media. An industry had been created that spanned the Pentagon, the, the British Ministry of Defense, and Brussels into a organized political warfare outfit, essentially infrastructure that was created, initially stationed in Germany and in Central and Eastern Europe, to create psychological buffer zones, basically to create the ability to, to have the military work with the social media companies to censor Russian propaganda or to censor domestic right-wing populist groups in Europe who were rising in political power at the time because of the migrant crisis. So you had the systematic targeting by our State Department, by our IC, by the Pentagon of groups like Germany's AFD, the alternative for Deutschland there, and for groups in Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. Now, when Brexit happened in 2016, it was, that, was, that was this crisis moment where suddenly they didn't have to worry just about Central and Eastern Europe anymore. It was coming westward, this idea of Russian control over hearts and minds. And so at, that was, Brexit was June 2016, the very next month at the, War, at the Warsaw Conference. NATO formally amended its charter to to ex expressly commit to hybrid warfare as, their, as this new NATO capacity. So they went from, you know, basically 70 years of, of tanks to this explicit capacity building for, for censoring tweets if they were deemed to be Russian proxies. And again, it's not just Russian propaganda. This was, these were now Brexit groups or groups like Matteo Salvini in, in Italy uh, or in Greece or in Germany, or in, in Spain with the Vox Party. And now at the time, NATO was publishing white papers saying that the biggest threat NATO faces is not actually a military invasion from Russia. It's losing domestic elections across Europe in, to all these right-wing populist groups who, because they were mostly working-class movements, were campaigning on cheap Russian energy at a time when the U.S. was pressuring this energy diversification policy. And so they made the argument, after Brexit, now the entire rules-based international order would collapse unless the military took control over media because Brexit would give rise to Frexit in France with Marine Le Pen, to Spexit in Spain with the Vox Party, to Italexit in, in, in Italy, to Grexit in Germany, to Grexit in Greece. The EU would come apart so NATO would be killed without a single bullet being, uh, being fired. And then not only that, now that NATO's gone, now there's no enforcement arm for the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, or the World Bank. So now the financial stakeholders who depend on the battering ram of the national security state 
would basically be helpless against governments around the world. So from their perspective, if the military did not begin to censor the Internet, every, all of the democratic institutions and infrastructure that gave rise to the modern world after World War II would collapse. So you wait, can imagine wait, the wait, may I ask you to pause later, right, Donald right Trump there. won the 2016 election. So you, well, you just told a remarkable story that I've never heard anybody explain as lucidly and crisply as you just did. But did anyone at NATO or anyone at the State Department pause for a moment and say, wait a second, we've just identified our new enemy as democracy within our own countries? I think that's what you're saying. They, they feared that the people, the citizens of their own countries would get their way. And, and we're going to hold it there because that's indeed what he was saying. Leo, closing comment? to say right there uh, in response to that question from uh, Tucker is, to me, was the biggest takeaway from this entire interview. He said uh, that they, these folks, these elites who run the, this military uh, industrial censorship complex, they don't see democracy or, or understand democracy the same way that we the people do. In their minds, from their perspective, and I can't tell you how many times he said from their perspective, uh, from their perspective, democracy is not we the people casting our votes, and uh, it, it is the democratic institutions that they control. So if these institutions are weakened, that is a threat to their democracy. Yeah, well, we're living in very dangerous times, and as you said, remember, um, Bill Haney found dead uh, four years ago today. And uh, he was yeah. a threat to them. He was a threat they, to them. These folks have weaponized the term democracy. They've redefined it and weaponized it. And when they say someone is a threat to our democracy, you better look out. It, exactly. LeoHolman.com. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Crosstalk. Take care. Now, if you appreciate all we're doing here at Worldview 2 and you want these programs to continue, we need your support to do that. So we want to tell you a couple ways you can support us, and I think support your health at the same time. One of them is through a new partnership, and many, many, many of you have signed up for this. You'll find, it's shocking how many have signed up for this in the last few days, this week since we launched it. The new website, we gave it its own URL, superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse, spell it H-O-W-S-E, superfoodshouse.com. My wife is on the 30-day plan right now, but you don't have to get on the 30-day plan. She's, by the way, the one that brought this to us, checked it out, ordered it, started taking it. So, Brandon, this passes my test, just as did the Bella Grace. She's kind of the, the gal that does this for me, and she's good at it. She has a medical background, a medical social work background. So she likes – she's very into health and that kind of thing. So she's on the 30-day plan. You don't have to do that. You can just uh, get what you want, you know, the different pouches, dark berry protein. This is vegetables that are pulled out of the ground, organic, not sprayed, no glyphosate, no Roundup, no pesticides. You can do the Super Meal. You can do the MVP Sport. A lot of young people, I'm told, are doing this, as well as other people of other ages. But I understand a lot of young people like this uh, MVP Sport after they work out with because they want that protein. You also, again, can go with the bio fruit, the beets, carrot juice. It's a powder. What they do is, as has been explained to me, they take it out of the field, organic, they juice it, they dry it, turn it into this power powder, and you just add water, and boom, you're off to the races. Full of nutrients, not sprayed, no uh, you know, chemicals or anything added to it. That's what makes this so great. Again, check out the website, superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse.com. Very, very 
pleased at how many of you have signed up for this this week. So thank you. It's a great way to support our organization and I think support your health. But here's the other thing too. I think you're also supporting the farmers because um, many of these farmers obviously are into the free market system and they're into private property. They raise a crop, right? And there's a war on America's farmers. And there's particularly a war on farmers that don't wanna do the bidding of the government and big agriculture. So here's a great way to support farmers that are into private property, the free market system, healthy food. Then you're supporting this organization and I think you're health at the same time. So please consider going there to superfoodshouse.com.